Welcome to Open Mind Industries Podcast, The Mind Unleashed. Sit back, relax, and unleash your mind. Hey guys, welcome to The Mind Unleashed, episode 14. You're here, you made it, how are you? Um... I've wanted to do this one for a while. This is going to be an episode about the theme parks, pretty much Universal and Disney in general. Um, maybe a little SeaWorld tips and tricks. I really don't go to SeaWorld too much or Busch Gardens because it's kind of out of my way. But these are some tips and tricks that I prefer or I would recommend. Um, some tourists using if you're coming in for the first time at the theme parks and you're you know used to Six Flags, what have you. Um, these are just kind of tips and tricks that you should know would save you some cash, time, effort, um, and uh, the theme parks, pretty much. Uh, it's kind of like a, you know, some secrets. I won't be giving away too much insider secrets, sadly, because of you know, security measures, stuff like that. But uh, just some fun stuff um, that you should definitely will definitely help you out in your vacation when you do come to visit, and uh, you'll have a good time, and you'll meet some some people and do some cool rides. So hopefully these will save you some cash um, in the long run, and you'll uh, you'll still have fun. You'll come on vacation more, and uh, you know stuff like that. All right, uh, before we start the pod, I want to give a quick shout out to my supporters, as always. Uh, these guys support me. They're friends of mine. They run their own businesses too, but they're always here to help me out. Um, you know, stuff like that. So, first one is going to be Lyft, the ride-sharing app. I use it all the time. Use our code TUMP for five dollars off your first ride with Lyft. Um, like I said, I use it all the time. I love it. Um, it's better, you know, when you're going out for a beer, what have you. You don't have to find a car. There's somebody there to pick you up, and they are very good. Um, the drivers are awesome. Everybody have had. Um, so definitely check them out. Use our code TMUP for five dollars of your first ride. Also check out Dine Art Studios. Daniel Weisenberg, a uh, good friend of mine. He does professional drone shooting, drone certified pilots. He does uh, anything from residential shooting, uh, any special occasions, weddings. Um, also does headshots. If you're an actor in the Orlando area, you're trying to get some beautiful headshots done. Check out Daniel. He's really really good. He's a phenomenal filmmaker. Uh, check him out at Dine Art Studios. Use our code OMI for 5% off when you book your next project with him. Also, he works with Weiss. Check out Weiss Productions. Weiss Productions does weddings, any special occasion, photography, digital photography, high definition shooting, stuff like that. Uh, he's getting pretty booked up now, so if you guys just want to check him out in the Orlando area, he's going to be going to Jamaica pretty soon. He's got a few more gigs coming up. Um, kind of getting really busy. Use our code OMI for 5% off when you book with him. You check out weaseproductions.com for that. All the links will be down in the description. Alrighty, guys, welcome to the pod. Uh, thanks for joining us. Now that that's all out of the way. Uh, so in this episode, I'm going to talk about uh, the theme park, Universal, and Disney in general. So tip number one that I would highly recommend everybody doing is know how to start your day with Universal. Now, Universal and Disney do, do have security checkpoints, and to get your stuff through that immediately and, and quickly um, when you come through... Um, you know, expect to pay. First thing it's going to be is to expect for pay for parking. Parking is going to be about twenty bucks for both parks. Either park you go to is about twenty bucks. The good thing about Disney is once you park, you can hop on the monorail, the bus system to get to each park you want to get to. So choose for your park wisely because if you're going to be leaving um, 
the parks, you know, you want to make sure, like, shit, I can get out of there without having to worry about the fireworks or what have you and get to your car. Remember, you just brought your park in. So just heads up um, over there, you know, pick the park you're going to go to and you want to leave. Like, that's the park you're going to hit last and get out. So usually it's like Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom is a clusterfuck to get out of uh, at night if it's your first time. You haven't done the fireworks. You haven't seen the, you know, certain fireworks systems over there. Um, but just choose wisely what park you're going to do and expect to pay that 20 bucks uh, unless you have an annual pass holder with you or somebody who uh, is a cast member or what have you to give you a bit of a discount free parking there. Um, I believe they're doing, um, I'm not sure exactly, we went there the other day and to ride the um, Flight of Passage, the Avatar ride, which we'll have to talk about that later on. But um, yeah, that's, uh, I believe like after 5 o'clock or something like that, they do offer free parking, uh, but you do have to pay to get into the park. Don't hold me to that. I'm still new to the whole thing. My family does work for Disney. I'm still learning the whole sequence. If they're living here so many years and not having an annual pass, being able to get in for free and stuff like that. Um, Universal, because I do work there, I know a little bit more about that. So Universal, same thing. Expect to pay the $20 unless you have a person that works there. They can get you through uh, free parking, but don't beg. Uh, so like I said, if you're coming to Florida, what have you, just expect to pay that $20 fee to get into the parking structure and you'll be getting into the universal side of it which is city walk which has your nightclubs your amc theater your food your drinks stuff like that and margarita bowl and stuff like that people that really want to check out that out and your shopping and stuff like that disney springs is kind of like the equivalent to city walk that is exactly free parking uh just remember when you get to eat and drink you're paying for all that so just be heads up after i believe six o'clock universal has now, like about a year ago, they started it because they want more locals to show up. Um, they're offering free parking after six. So if you're planning on staying at a hotel or what have you, or you're just staying off property, um, just know after six o'clock you'll be able to get free parking. So you'll be able to hit the nightclub, you'll be able to go to AMC Theater, you'll be able to do a few things if you don't want to stay in the iDrive in Orlando here. Okay, now that parking's out of the way. The second thing I recommend, like I said before, is security. Expect to go to security. It's just something you're going to have to do. Uh, Universal is a little more set up, I think, probably the best than Disney. Um, and let me go into that. And being working for the theme parks, I'm not going to give too much security secrets away. But the best thing I would do is you're going to have to go to the metal detector. Now, what you want to do is make sure somebody is dedicated to hold you know, the bag or, you know, pack for the day, don't overly pack. So have your camera, your gear, your stuff like that that you are gonna bring in. Maybe if, you, maybe if you've got a Harry Potter one, make sure you keep that all in one area. That way they can just put it through the scanner really quick and you're in and out, not with life. Now, if anybody has cell phones, cameras, keys, stuff like that, do what you do with the TSA. Okay, pretty much keep everything in this Ziploc bag. Um, you know, cell phone keys, what have you, change, wallet, stuff like that. So you can just slide that right through the, the uh, X-ray scanner and you're in and out, not with life. Um, you get wanted down real quick. They're going to check you real quick at Universal. The good thing is uh, you're in and out in all in seconds. Just make sure that'd be the best thing to do is I usually have all my, my cell phone keys, stuff like that, in a Ziploc bag, and I bring it to the scanner, and they're going to give me a quick wand, and I'm good to go for the day. It's one time only. You'll have to, and if you leave, leave the park, you have to redo it again. So every time you leave the park to go to uh, your vehicle out in the parking structure or what have you, you'll have to go back in. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You'll have to keep getting re-scanned. Disney, on the other hand, sadly, the way that they work, if you're going to go to Disney, you're going to go through a bag check at any one of the parks. 
and then you're randomly selected at random <clears throat> to go to the nether detector. <laughs> it's a pain in the ass. So you may have your bag checked to make sure, like I said, um, to carry carry light over at Disney and carry light at Universal. Make sure there's somebody with a dedicated bag if you're bringing lunch or, you know, just bottle of water and stuff like that with you. You have somebody there just to, you know, have one bag dedicated so you're not carrying a shit ton of bags um, around the park because it's a lot to walk uh, and weight-wise. So you'll be waiting in line, you're like dragging your bag, you're like, oh, fuck. So plan lightly. Um, if you're bringing some sort of few food or drink, it does get, it, it gets crazy over there, especially when you're in line. It's, it's the heat and you're, you know, you're just doing your thing. So plan lightly, bring one bag with you, a backpack to have your camera gear, your ca extra batteries for your camera, GoPro, what have you. Um, Disney, there is no selfie sticks at all. Do not bring a fucking selfie stick. They will confiscate it or ask you to pay, leave it in your fucking car. So do not bring a selfie stick over at Disney at all. They don't allow it at all. Universal's kind of hit or miss. Uh, we do allow it. We don't allow it on rides. Be very careful there also. If you're being a nuisance, they will ask you to put it in the vehicle. Uh, that's just the things I saw from where I worked there. Uh, so, like I said, with Disney, you're going to go through. Uh, they do a back check. That's every freaking park. And then you have to go... You will get wanded if they want to wand you. If, if you're randomly selected, which I guess security looks at you and go, okay, you there. You're going to go through. And I've been picked so many effing times, man. Fucking I've gone through and it's been like, hey, your bag just got, you just got, you know, you're having, I have all my, you know, Gatorade stuff in the backpack. But guess what you got to do now? You got to take it all back off and put it in a little thing here. And now walk to the method we can wand you real quick. And I'm like, we couldn't figure this fucking out. Two minutes ago, I couldn't have just, you know, had everything all set. You guys can just scan me and get me done. That's one thing I like. I prefer. I prefer Universal's way they do it. Because you know you're going through the metal detector. You know you're ready to go. You're amped up. You're like, all right, I'm cool. I'm ready to go. I'm in and out. Now it's live. I don't have to get checked anymore. I'm cool for the day. I have my Gatorades. I'm, I'm good. But uh, Disney, like I said, each park, if you're planning to do each park, uh, a day hopper, be warned, you're going to be doing this consistently. The whole family will be doing this consistently. It is random, as they call it, randomly fucking selected. I don't believe it's randomly selected. But just as a heads up, be ready for uh, the rescreening, rescreening, rescreening if you're going to each park. So just get ready for that. Okay, so now that you're in the park, okay, there are a few options there also. At Universal, um, there are only, well, now there are three parks. There is Universal Studios, there's IOA. And there is Volcano Bay, the new water park that they're still kind of completing, but it is officially opened. And heard some mixed reviews. If you guys have read the Trip Informer stuff like that, it's a decent looking park. I have plenty of friends who are still working on some of the props for it. Looks amazing. I had to work over there a couple of days ago or a while back, and uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited when things are going to be functioning properly. And people are saying some people are saying they loved it. Others are saying wait. So I can't officially go in there yet myself. They blocked out our stuff, so. Um, that it is what it is. Um, oh, and we also have City Walk, but City Walk is a whole other entity. Like I said, it's your nightclub stuff like that. So it's pretty much uh, three three places you can go inside the Universal area that uh, give you that full experience. So now that you're in um, Universal, you'll get your pass. Plan on what you're going to do when you get to the parks. Okay, so which park you're going to use, how many days you're going to stay there, yada yada yada. That way you'll know, okay, I want to start at, you know, or ask an attendant. Because most people, when they get to the parks, the misconception is, okay, 
I want to do the Harry Potter. Now there are two Harry Potter areas. There's the Diagon Alley, and then there's the Hogwarts Castle, which is the uh, Hogsmeade. You know, it's where the three broomsticks are and stuff like that. So you'll be going to Hogsmeade, and Hogsmeade will be on the other side of Iowa. That is the castle version of it. So that is Harry Potter's full experience. Diagon Alley is more the first movie on where Harry gets his wardrobe. He gets all the Gringotts bank, stuff like that. Um, and there is a way to get over there. So if you want to do the full experience, I recommend going to Universal first and doing the train. You know, hit that Gringotts area, really get your photos, the night bus, stuff like that, and, and downtown London. And then head over to take the train. There are two different variations. There is the uh, train that takes you over. It's a completely awesome experience. And then the, the ride back from Island to Universal uh, is really cool too. So it's two different variations. So make sure you plan your day with that. If most people uh, get misconceptions, oh, I want to go to the castle first, so I want that. If you're a Harry Potter fan, do Universal first and definitely head your way over there so you kind of get a full immersion of what it is. Um, also, if you are staying on site with Universal, okay, um, you have some people do get a what we call a early park admission, which is only about forty-five minutes. Uh, you're, you're you're let in, but you're only uh, we hold you for about forty-five minutes. Usually, it's, they'll have things set up for you so you can follow through and go to the Gringotts area, which is probably one of the biggest things we have, or Jimmy Fallon, which has just opened up. Also, um, be warned, uh, it's what they call a soft opening. Not everything is open. I've had some people bitch at me a lot in the morning because I open the park a lot, stating that, hey, man, I paid 80 bucks for this. Why aren't you letting me in the park? You are in the park, however. You're going to follow the path that we directed for you, unfortunately, because certain things are ready. The whole park doesn't open to you usually until 9 o'clock, so make sure when you get in the park or you're checking your map, when you're doing this vacation thing, uh, you're just checking your hours. You're just checking that, hey, man, the park's going to be opening at 9 o'clock. Uh, we understand that some people have a character breakfast, stuff like that, set up. Unfortunately, some of that times are going to be variation depending on what the park is doing. If they're ready, if they're ready for you just yet to go down that area. There's somebody there waiting for you to, you know, guide you to that area. Um, and usually, you just point at one of us, and we can usually take you down there, depending if it's ready to go yet. Um, but that's a misconception I get. Say, hey man, I paid my eighty bucks. Why aren't you letting me in the full park yet? Thing is, you've only allowed you're only allowed in for a few more minutes early than most guests. Um, just be wary of that, and please be kind to the employees that are trying to help you out. We understand you paid the money. We're just trying to guide you the best we can to pour. You're having a good experience. The park, uh, when you guys see it, is not at full operation. And then when it finally drops, everybody's in position where they need to be. So you can have a full comfort experience. And usually most people want to go to the biggest ride, which is usually the Harry Potter. Um, and that's usually at a, a USF with the character practice, what have you. Or they usually go over to the, the um, uh, Three Broomsticks, which is over in Iowa. So just be worried about that, you know, worry about that. Disney also does it. It's called Rope Drop. Rope Drop is going to be for hotel guests only. They're probably given about about an hour, and it's only a few rides that are open. It's not the whole park is open, unfortunately. Um, so it's what they call Rope Drop. It's about an hour for hotel guests only. You need to show your hotel key, and then you'll get into the ho the uh, the gates, you know, scanned in, and you're good to go. But also be aware of that not many things are open either, and they they direct you to where you need to go. So just be wary about that. Make sure you're picking your hours and what park you're going to be doing, what times they close. Um, also, you know, uh, for both both parks, make sure you're finding out if you're ever coming to the parks. If, like if you're planning your vacation, Triple A, Triple A can tell you some garbage things. A lot of people go through Triple Triple A to get their tickets. It is a bit cheaper. Um, 
definitely don't do the flea market thing, man. If you come in here in Florida and you, it sounds too good to be true, usually it is. Um, that's one thing I would not do. The flea market buyers, they're getting a big percentage of what they definitely go to the park, deal with the park in general, or deal with AAA, an honest to goodness uh, vendor of tickets for Disney and Universal. Do not get screwed out of money. I have a story about that. A party of six did uh, six or eight did do that. Um, uh, a party of six. Sorry, I got a text message. A party of six did do that. They went to a vendor uh, on I Drive here, and they got screwed out of a good chunk of money. Uh, the tickets were duplicated from another thing. Uh, they were already used. Universal. They went to Universal, and the real story. <laughs> they went to the main gate, thinking, "Okay, we're cool. We paid our parking. Blah blah blah. We have we, we saved all this money. We have our express pass. The tickets were not valid at all." Um, I'm not sure what Universal did with them for, for them or how they did it. If they offered them a discount. They checked. They asked where they bought the tickets. They said where they bought them. <laughs> so the people that bought, they were out like fifteen hundred to twenty five hundred dollars for that family. I really felt bad. I was like, "Wow, never ever ever." You know, go to a dishonest vendor, uh, especially just go to the theme parks. So just be wary of that if you guys are traveling, definitely deal with your AAA agent when you get to the gates. Um, you know, talk with them and just see if they offer any discounts. Usually, sometimes they do for veterans, stuff like that. It's not much, at least a few bucks off, but you know, it's something. So make sure you're dealing with the honest vendor so you're not getting screwed over. Um, what else was I going to say? Um, Trevor. So that's pretty much with the tickets, stuff like that. Now, the biggest thing people mostly get with package deals is Express. Um, make sure, this is what I kind of, I got yelled at the other day for this, I don't know why. This guy was yelling at me, well, Disney offers free Express. Yeah, they do, and yeah, it's it's hit or miss. I have a Magic Band, I have an annual pass to Disney, and I've been going to Disney for quite a while since I've lived here in Florida. I've been living here for about 11 years now, so I've done Disney quite a bit and understand how the system actually works. Back in the day, you used to bring up your pass, and you'd get a hard paper pass from Disney. However, it would only, depending on the park and how busy it was, it would, uh, you know, give only dispense like 1,500 tickets for that day. And then if, when it was out, you were effed in the A. You couldn't get on the fucking ride, you know. Today, come back around this time. Yeah, it was free. No, I don't, it's not actually free. They do add it in your tickets somewhere. And that's why the ticket does cost what it costs. So they're charging you an extra five to ten bucks for the express experience, and that's just something I do know um, from a few people that work there and friends and family that do work there. So you're being charged for the express. Um, Disney now offers the My Disney app, which I do use a lot. Um, the thing with that is you're allowed to book thirty days in advance. Okay, so. Say you're coming in the next couple of days. You and your family have your tickets. You bought them, you know, on the site. And you're ready to pick them up. Now you're planning your express. Now you're planning your your fast pass. Um, you're only allowed to choose so many per like three per area. And then but the problem is it goes so quickly that you know you might not get in. You might not even get on the ride you want to get on until like later that night. Um, they do run out very fast, so it's. It's good and it's not good. I mean, I've had days where I've set up our day and I was only allowed to choose two for that park and then I, ha I ran out by, I think, I ran out by lunchtime. So we had to end up waiting for a few rides, which were a couple hours long. So Disney, it does work, but you really have to plan ahead for what you're going to do, how many people are going to be on the ride. Avatar does not have Express, right? It does have uh, Fast Pass, but 
you're not going to see that for another whole month. People have booked it up so much that there are no fast passes available, which is okay. I mean, I read it the other day. We were waited two and a half hours, but that's Disney's thing. So it's hit or miss. Yeah, it's a free experience. So they're saying you are paying for it. Just be wary that you're picking some of the rides and you might not be able to do everything you want to do when it's your first visit. So most people need at least two days. Usually it's Magic Kingdom first because Magic Kingdom is the one thing you see on all the new stuff. Universal is completely different. Now this is one thing I do want to get across to everybody who comes to Universal and look at me with a tense face and go, what the fuck, dude? Universal, you will always have to pay for the Express. Always. Um, Here's the good thing about it and the bad thing about it. Okay? Depending on the day, you know, if it's busy peak or whatever it may be, um, definitely check your hours before you buy the Express. Definitely check your days. The first thing I always tell guests is how many days are you staying? Okay? Uh, usually they're staying two days, so two to three days. That's pretty much 85% right here. We bought a three day pass and we like to do Universal. Islands the next day, and then on the third day, we like to do our shopping, and we like to see some of the stuff we didn't do, which is understandable. Would I recommend Express? And that's when I go into it, I'm like, okay, what time do you plan on getting here? Most guests, sometimes they don't get in until about three in the afternoon, because they're just having lunch, or they'll head back to the hotel at the Hard Rocker, whatever hotel they're staying on property. Um, and I'm, I'm very honest, and I don't bullshit, because uh, <laughs> Express can cost you anywhere from $50 per person to $75 to $90 per person. Now there is a package deal where they do give you both parks for blah blah blah. Now, most people at Universal will buy it. 75% will buy the pass because they don't want to wait in a long ass line. Some people won't. You know, if they're doing a one day stay, they're like, eh, nah. Because I think about the things they want to do, see what have you. Here's the thing with that. Um... A lot of times, like I said, I'll check with people. They got in the park. Hey, should I buy Express? Well, it's about 3. I'll say usually it's about 12 o'clock now. What, what ride do you plan on hitting? And I'll go, oh, I want to go this one, this one, this one. So I'll look at it and I'll go, are you doing both parks? Most will say, no, we're just doing one today. Okay, well, you have only have four hours to play in the park. I would highly recommend you probably don't do that. You might want to go to this ride first, this ride second, and that ride, ride will be done. So I try to save guests as much money as I can. I know it's... I think my bosses don't want to hear, but I'd rather have you be happy and not give me crap. I'd rather be blunt and honest. Um, most of the time, most guests will purchase it. Um, what you can do is you can get a one-time use each ride. So it's a one express for both parks. Um, and you could boop, boop, boop. It's good for one ride. So you can like hop on the mummy once, hop on... Um, Despicable Me once, Shrek once, this one once, one time only. Now, if you get the unlimited express, what most people do, I see a lot of unlimited or multi-day expresses, um, it's more worth it because you can keep riding the damn same ride. You can get off the ride, keep riding, keep riding, keep riding. There's no booking, there's no waiting, there's no anything. The only ride you'll have to book for now in the, the Universal theme park is going to be the Jimmy Fallon ride because it is a, what they call a virtual queue. Which means you'll go in, you'll scan your pass at the little kiosk there, and it will give you a return time to come back at the best time for you to come back. It's really cool how it's set up now. If you guys walk in there, if you have anybody who's done it, it's amazing. It's a really, really cool experience. They uh, kind of give you the NBC kind of... It's really cool. The pre-show's really good. 
it doesn't feel too crowded then they want to make sure you guys have the good experience but it's not overly crowded so you're not being rushed through um it's a really it used to be the old twister building but now it's been completely gutted and turned into uh and 30 rocks so it's pretty pretty neat uh i've written it a few times we did test ride for it love it absolutely enjoy it i think the guys that sing in there and hashtag and just the way they set it up for guests where there's there's chargers literally in the uh, chairs there for in your in the pre-show so you can sit down and charge your phone for a little bit until your color gets called the nbc logo will light up with your color to give you a color card um it's pretty neat pretty cool but that would be the only one you're probably gonna do now that's the best part about it. you're not like when you go in you're like okay i can't get a fastback like disney i wanted to do a certain ride the other day i couldn't get a fast pass until 10 o'clock that night that was the only one available i was like damn so i'd have to literally sit here all night and wait for a fast pass now i i'm because i'm an annual pass holder i have the hopper pass but now i have to plan around and fast passes go so quick there like i said it's not and i can't i have to plan around the fast passes because they're like i said free from disney um people can book as many as they want that's multi-parties. We went to go ride Dinosaur the other day, and that's how kind it was. We're like, a shit. <laughs> so we couldn't... Uh, I think the standby queue, which is the regular queue, was 60 minutes. And the express queue was longer than the fucking standby. We were like... I was looking at my girlfriend. I'm like, um... You know, let's just go see if we can ride Banshee. It's about an hour and 10 minutes. You know, 110 minutes. So let's sit there. I'd rather waste the hours there and try to get on it. We did. We rode it. Uh, we got evac'd on the first try, but you know we rode it. We got back, we got back on the second one, and it rode great. I enjoyed it. Um, was it worth the wait? I enjoyed it. I really liked it. I really enjoyed what they did with the sequence machine and stuff like that. But that's the thing. It's like for that one, you really have to, to decide your fast passes. Universal, you do not. Um, you know, I, I I got a hand to Universal on that one. They they kind of just you know you pay your money. And you're guaranteed to get in each venue that you want to. Yes, it is going to be a bit of a wait, but you're guaranteed to go to the ride. You're not told, hey, unfortunately, there's only a fast pass for 9 o'clock tonight, and you might want to book that before somebody else does. There's always so many you can book um, in your party. So it's hit or miss. I've had friends that say they love it, you know, but they know what they're going to hit. Like, you know, if you're, if you're a Florida resident, you know what you're going to go on. Universal kind of has them on that because... Um, but if you're going to do unlimited, if you want to do unlimited ride-throughs, definitely get the unlimited. And like I said, the only bitchy part that I... I it's overpriced. It's if They go on day projections. So um, always go in and ask. Don't get pushed into buying it. Definitely go around the park for a little bit and, want, and ask, hey, how busy is it going to be today? Ask, ask that's the person that works there. They'll tell you the truth. You know, so they'll say, look at the credit and go, it's about 1 o'clock today. It doesn't seem too busy yet because people are mostly at Volcano Bay. They'll switch over to islands or because they're doing the Harry Potter stuff and then you can kind of switch yourself out. But never be afraid to ask because we'll definitely give you an honest opinion. I mean, I think it's a little bodegas that you're paying that kind of money. But like I said, it does pay for itself if you are doing a multi-day um, two-par kind of thing. You know, it's definitely worth it. That way you can hit all the rides you want to do and do your shopping a little bit later. You're not having to worry about not being able to get on the ride. A lot of things do go down at certain hours. That's just the way theme parks run. We are 365 days. It's just overheating, overclocking, stuff like that. So just get used to that. And that's pretty much Express in general. Um, what else do I want to say? Um, when you're in the theme park, another tip for you guys, please dress appropriately. I'm not trying to be like weird. I wear tank top and shorts. The one thing I say, dress appropriately, is because wear the proper shoes, man. 
I've seen more people wear flip-flops and sandals who have the most biggest blisters because they're not expecting to do that much walking. Um, you're walking on every fucking surface known to man. Even at Disney, you're walking on every surface known to man. Concrete, um, you know, tiles, sand, and what have you. Wear, like, comfortable walking shoes or running shoes, man, because, like, you'll thank me later. You'll be doing stairs, you'll be doing elevator, you'll be doing a lot of crap that you've never done in a while. It's a lot of walking. People just don't take that into consideration how much walking you're doing. You're walking, sitting, standing, yada, yada, yada. You're, hide, you know, you're not hydrating or whatever like that, but, uh, you know, um, you know, they'll go and have lunch and they'll go do something cool that they won't want to do. Um, and just be prepared, you know, like I said, it does rain a lot here in Florida randomly. It's just hurricane season and stuff like that, so make sure Definitely wear a good pair of shoes. Um, that's one thing I would recommend. And wear just dress for the climate, man. Um, something light, something you know, um, you'll, be, you'll be all right, and you're not going to overly sweat and stuff like that. Um, what is another tip that I want to give you guys? <coughs> um, what was I going to say? Um, parking, security, all that stuff. What else? Shit. Up. Uh, one thing I would recommend uh, for Universal, definitely for Universal. I like that they offer, Disney does offer a little something like it. But from what I'm saying, they only offer like a souvenir, like head. And I think it's probably like a buck twenty-five to $1.50 to refill it at a certain kiosk. Universal offers the unlimited refill cup. Now they are like 15 bucks when you buy them I believe I think if you buy a couple they give you a nice little discount like if you buy a bulk of them they'll give you a discount the cool thing about that is uh, it's refillable uh, all day at the freestyle machines all around the park um, what I would recommend you doing is when you're done with them for the day bring them to the hotel with you put them in the car and you would have to reactivate them now what you do is when you come back wash them out Bring them back for your next trip with Universal. If you're doing a two-day or three-day, you bring them back to Island of Adventure or um, or Universal. They don't work in CityWalk, unfortunately. So, I mean, you can go to a vendor and say, hey, can you fill it up with water? I'm pretty sure they'll do that for you. But they only work in the theme parks, Universal and Iowa. I think Volcano Bay is now has them in there also around the park. I've seen a couple people walking around the Volcano Bay ones. I think it's a whole other entity, and you might have to buy yours from there. Uh, for that to work, I don't know what the whole deal is. I'm like I said, I've been over there yet, so I don't know the whole deal. But I do know about what we do for both parks. Um, so you'll pretty much have it reactivated. I think it's about twelve, uh, twelve or nine bucks to have it reactivated for the day. But that saves you so much money on liquid, such as soda, lemonade, water's free in the machine. But uh, you know, you don't have to keep going around and going, "Shit, I'm really thirsty. I need to," you know. I don't want to spend the fucking $5 on Powerade. You'll already have it reactivated and you can consistently get something. It does put a timer on. I think it's about a five-minute timer and you can go back and get more fluid or what have you. Um, like I said, I have friends coming in. I'll be doing that with them. Save them a few bucks. We have like quite a few souvenir cups that we reactivate and clean out every so often. Um, that is one tip I would definitely give you guys um, if you're going over there. Also, another freaking tip... Um, is to make sure, you know, people's phones now, you take a lot of photos, shit like that. What I would do, guys, like what I do for my theme park experience, 
Um, I brought brother to Disney the other day. I bought a solar charger about a year ago, and I use it for when we have hurricanes stuff like that. I'll have it pre-charged. It's got a solar panel on it, and it's got a, a six bank of batteries in it um, that are inside that charge also. So it has a pre-charge, and then it can solar charge uh, when I'm out and about. Yada yada. So I don't have to find a plug. My cell phone here has a charge case. This is an iPhone six. It's got a little charge case on it that I use consistently. It's I haven't hit the button yet on it to charge my phone. So I actually have about, what did I say, about three batteries on me consistently from the theme park. Um, this charge case lasts me about a day and a half, so I can get a day, about a good two days out of my phone if I do use it correctly. I use live stream with it, I freaking Google with it, I, I'm in the park, I'm taking photos, I'm doing anything I can. Uh, because the problem is, like, you have to run around and find a plug, and most even things in the theme park, they don't want you plugging in your phones for safety hazard, fire hazard. I, Broken some dude's iPad two years ago, so um, Disney just—it's really hard to find a plug station to like that. The best part is I don't have to stop. You know, I can literally have that my solar charger hanging outside of my belt, getting energy, still charging itself. I can plug my phone and hit the button. It, I've got full battery all day long, plus extra battery in case I need it. I don't even have the dang charge button on my phone yet, so. I have consistent battery all day, so I think that's probably the one thing I would probably recommend. I think it cost me about like 20, 30 bucks for a waterproof a solar charger. It's got a flashlight on it and everything. It's freaking awesome. Um, highly, highly, highly recommend that. Like about the day, like if you got a family, it's got like two ports on it. You can charge your iPad, stuff like that. That way you can go about your day, wait in line, charge your phone. You're not like looking for a damn plug. Um, that's one thing I would highly recommend for some people. Um, most people are like, what the fuck? You know, why can't I plug my phone in? And I'm like, dude, it's just fire hazard, safety hazard, stuff like that. A case in point, I had a guy who plugged his iPad, his iPad Air, when iPad Air came out into one of my shows, and I ended up breaking, I was talking to one of my techs about the show real quick about audio, which way that we had. Went to go walk in, he plugged it on the, on the side and, and left it on the staircase that we have. I didn't see it. I was just reacting to what I had to react to with guests. Stepped on it, broke, cracked his whole entire screen, everything, my boo, I still to boot. And I said, excuse me, anybody, you know, left their iPad here. I felt bad. It was a Brazilian dude. I was so sorry, but I was just like, dude, he's like, you pay, you pay. I said, no, I didn't tell you to plug your, your thing in there. You know, I didn't tell you you could. I didn't tell you you couldn't. That was on your thing. You shouldn't have it there. It's a live door. You should know that. Um, I didn't pay for it. Universal didn't pay for it. That was his his mistake, you know. Always ask us if it's an emergency Ask us, don't be an asshole about it. Usually we're really nice, you know, to people. If it's in a case of an emergency, like an ECV dies or whatever, when you need to plug your damn chair in, we will make an exception to help you out. Um, but don't don't beg. Please don't beg us. And, and, and if we don't understand your phone, so you've been taking a lot of photos. We know. We know. But there are cases, like a point, get a solar charger or a battery case. There's some really cool ones that I, I actually have that have given me like two days of battery. It's got enough battery that I can actually charge like 50 things off of it. Um, legitly, I have like a bank that I just carry with me. Um, that way I'm not gonna find a plug. I mean, I, I can wait in goddamn Avatar for two hours and go and surf the web or play my game. And I'm just like, everybody's like, how do you have internet? How did your phone not die? And I'm like, oh, I already have a battery waiting for me, like charging in my pocket, which is beautiful. I mean, so it just helps you not try to find a plug and you're ready to go for the ride. So you're not stopping, you're not looking for, you know, Oh, your plug's broken, I would have you. So that's just one tip I would highly recommend. Um, you know, stuff like that. Um, I think that's all the good stuff I would probably recommend, like around the park, you know, and just, you know, you're going to be getting to the parks pretty good. 
uh, like I said, just know your when you get in the park, just know the hours of operations, you know, stuff like that. That way, you know, I get a lot of that all the time also. And, you know, people come up and they go, what time's the park close? And the park closes at, uh, you know, 9 o'clock tonight. It literally closes at 9 o'clock. Universe closes at 9. And most people go, hey, man, um, why does the show close early? Well, the show takes about 25 minutes. It doesn't get out to about uh, 10 minutes before the park closes. So if it's an 8.30 show, 8.55 five minutes to clean, you know, to get us to close the doors, get the venue, you know, we have to get the whole, we have a crew in there, our technicians have to turn the lights on, clear the stuff up, so that's the hidden tip on that one, too. The park does stay open until, um, until, uh, park closed, so the rides will stay open until then, and then once that, you know, that magic number, the 58 or the 59 of the hour, you know, it's time to park close, we cut the lines up and we get ready to shut down the building. We have a crew that comes in and they uh, they clean that park up. They power wash. They spray. They get take the machines apart. Take the coasters apart. Put the wheels on, and you guys you know enjoy the rest of your day. Um, but that's pretty much all the good stuff. I mean, like literally, security is easy to get through, and just you know, like I said, the fast pass thing is the one thing I usually get. Like oh, fast pass, fast pass. I'm just like okay, well yeah, Disney offers it, but it doesn't really work how it should work. Universal, like I think, has a better option than that. Also, uh, another thing, Horror Nights is coming up for those who are going to Horror Nights. Good luck, and a few of my friends that are going to use characters this year should be fun for you guys. Um, if you are going to Horror Nights or you're going to Blue, uh, the Blue Man Group, know that it is a separate pass when you guys go inside. Most people are like, hey, does my Universal Pass for the day work here? And why are you guys closing early? Um, so if you guys are coming up during the Halloween Horror Nights, which starts around September-ish, September 18th-ish through October 31st Um, please note we'll be getting the park ready and usually shuts down around 5 o'clock we'll clear the daily guests out it's not my opportunity security does that you know they do have pre-loading gates if you have a uh, separate pass for Horror Nights you'll be checked scanned and you'll be brought back in you guys can wait and chill and relax Um, um, and the park does close early, so remember, like, for Halloween Horror Nights, it does close early. Express is much different. They only allow Halloween Horror Nights Express, which is a little more expensive than usual. Um, usually it can be around 75 bucks per person, depending on the day. The weekends are more horrible. They're about, you know, I think last year was, uh, about, uh, 100 bucks per person for the Express, about 150 bucks per person on a Saturday night, peak night. It was expensive. People were like, I just spent blah, blah, blah. Like, we understand. We know. But just know, um, coming up, Halloween Hornets is coming up, and uh, give a give a give a. You know, if you don't like horror stuff and you don't like uh, crazy drunk stuff, you don't come. But if you're into that kind of stuff, this will be the last year of Bill and Ted. Um, you know, if you like going out to all the cool restaurants on the time, having some nice drinks, feel free to come on down, check us out. Um, it should be fun. Today we had the Eclipse. And it was pretty interesting seeing all the guests actually stop bringing out their phones that are, you know, their shoulder glasses, checking it out. They're, like, grabbing us. They're, like, check it out. It was pretty cool. Got a few good, awesome photos as we were out at work today. So, um, yeah. I mean, that's all the tips and tricks that I would definitely give. Definitely, like I said, come prepared. Don't wear uh, sandals, flip-flops, shit like that. Um, oh, God, another good one. Uh, if you guys are, uh, you know, just coming in and you don't want to get sunburned, Please, for the love of God, if you're going to spray yourself down with uh, sunblock, watch who you're spraying it around. I've seen people get punched right in their face for 
getting another guest in the face with the spray. They just don't realize where they're standing. Just do it someplace where there's not that many people and just be, be polite. Honestly, just be polite or you're spraying it. It gets in everybody's mouths and you're like, ah, you know. I had it the other day. Somebody got it, you know. And I was like, dude, I, what the hell are you doing? You know. And the guy kind of apologized. He's like, oh, I'm sorry I didn't see there. Like, dude, just check where you're going. Maybe go into a corner or um, just someplace where you're not going to get on another person. You know, but definitely uh, just be polite about your appearance and blocking yourself and stuff like that. Just, you know, be cool. Um, what else? That's pretty much that's pretty much all the good stuff. I mean, um, like I said, just know your hours operation, you know. And another thing, just be nice to the employees, man. The employees are there for you guys. We do long freaking hours for you guys. Uh, most of us are doing turnaround time, which means we're closing at park close and we're back at work by eight o'clock in the morning the next day. Freaking exhausting. I have done that so many times. I've closed at like 10 o'clock at night. I had to be to work by nine that morning. So I got right back home, slept for two hours and came right back at it. And I was like, oh my God, what was I thinking? And the guests were like, you don't look happy. I was like, just very tired. Um, we love you. We understand with you. If you're cool with the employees, they're usually cool with you. Um, usually we can do a little something, something for people, some people. Um, trust me, we understand what you guys are going through. We know what you guys paid to get in the park. It's our job to make sure you guys have a great time, you know? Um, oh, and another thing I really, 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 please, for the love of God, if you guys are coming to the park, please know your child's height, Okay. Know what the single rider is. Single rider is not for your whole family to go into. It's for one person from your family. So if you're going to go to you single rider, feel free. No, you will not ride with your family. Okay, you're going to be split up. We will split you up no matter what. You know, usually if we have two in a car, we might take two from your party and put you in different rows. That's just ifs and or buts. Does it get you through the ride faster? Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, but please know your child's height also. Had so many parents yell at me, you know, he fit yesterday. Okay, well, I have to stop you, and the next person's going to stop you, and the next person's going to stop you. So please note that um, you're just not going to get your kid on the ride. Even if you wear some big chucky ass shoes, some high, high tops, we're going to notice. You know, we don't. <laughs> we're not. Um, we're not. We're not a shitty fucking park, man. We know we like to keep you guys safe. You know, I've had a guest. A few years ago, um, come up to me and literally yell at me because the floor was slanted at where we were. So we put her, we brought the kid up and we're like, listen, we'll measure you again. We brought a tape measure, we brought our measuring stick out, we leveled it as much as we, it was as level as it could get. You know, <laughs> the kid barely, you know, he, about that much. Didn't even, didn't even hit the top. We couldn't, we just couldn't. We're like, dude, you're two feet too short, you know. Well, they fit yesterday and da, 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 let that happen. Okay, maybe they did. We weren't here for that. But we're not going to risk your safety. Um, that's just one thing we're not going to do. We're not going to harm you. We don't want to hurt you. Um, there are other things we can do for your kid or what have you. But please, for the love of God, know the height requirement. Know what you're supposed to be doing. And, you know, please, because it, it, it screws up the people in front of you, the people that are trying to ride. And, you know, you know your kid's not going to hit the major requirement. It stops the whole ride. It stops every employee that is there trying to help you out. And then you, we get to sit there with you and go, yeah, I really thought you were going to get on. You really thought that. I, we've had people, I've got stories that I'm not even allowed to say <laughs> until maybe I quit Universal that I can legally 
write a book on them. It's just things we know that we've seen on camera. We yes, we have cameras everywhere in the damn park with high definition cameras, pretty high def, and oh man, just the things we've seen. But please, for the love of God, be safe. Know your child's height requirement. And we're just trying to protect you. Like I said, the story that I do have that I do want to give away is a uh, Make-A-Wish came through a couple years ago. And the father, mother, daughter, um, really nice family. They were real sweet to me. But after I spoke with them, um, they were just not having it. And they were just, it's been a long day. Um, They couldn't get her on ET. She was in a better power chair, stuff like that for Make-A-Wish. And, um, you know, he was just like, you know, he's like, you know, we can't get her on anything. This has been a really rough day. We understood. We really, I did, you know. So I, I stopped him. I'm like, dude, one disabled person to another disabled person. You know, yeah, we could put our chair on. It, it's going to weigh the ride down a little bit. We can't do that. You know, it's just the way the ride vehicle works. Blah, blah, blah. I said, now, take this into account. What if we put her on? And he goes, yeah. And for some godforsaken reason, she gets hurt or injured or, you know, it ends in bodily harm. How do you think everybody there on the ride track that gave thumbs up to each other to start the ride. She gets injured. How do you think we all sleep at night? You know, it affects everybody. It, it doesn't affect, it affects us legally. We all can lose our jobs, you know? And uh, it sucks because then you're, when you sign with Universal and Disney, you're told this. Like, if you give a thumbs up, someone died. That's a, that's on you. That's on you. Darien Lake, uh, there's a thing with Darien Lake, man. Like, the guy had no... Lower half, and he had no, he had hit one arm, you know. He was a wounded vet, an Iraq vet. Nobody on the ride stopped him, you know. Um, and they were all like 18 years old, and they were above age, but nobody, everybody felt so bad. They're like, you know what, we'll, we'll let his son push him up and then get him on the ride. Unfortunately, the ride was going to, it shot up, and he flew out. He flew about, um, about 75 feet up to 100 feet to his death. And uh, I couldn't imagine that. I was just like, holy shit. So, our features now with the prosthetic limbs and shit, we have to literally, you know, look at you and go, okay, well, you're walking the ride, but you need to literally hold yourself, can you hold yourself up, which is upright, in position, can you wholly hold yourself there in the turns, you know, and most guests are really cool, <laughs> I've had some people with prosthetic limbs come up to me, and they're like, hey man, you know, I was like, hey, unfortunately your leg needs to come off for that other reason, and some people are really cool, some people are like, can you ask me why, can you tell me why, I usually tell them why. And they're like, all right, cool. It's like, I'll give it back to you when the ride's over. So that's a cool thing. And we, you know, some guests are really cool about it. So just know what your disability thing is, stuff like that. Um, I'm a disabled person. I ride all the rides myself, but I know my restrictions. I know what I can do and can't do. Uh, I have a really good upper body and somewhat of a lower body. Um, but again, back to that story, you know, I, I spoke with him and I was like, man, how do you think I would feel if your daughter got injured? And um, he was like, I never thought of it that way. You know, he's like, I, I, I didn't think of it that way. I was like, man, none of us want to go home at night and uh, have to think about your daughter every night. That we either possibly hurt your daughter because we, we, we ignored our safety procedure. Or your daughter is now hurt indefinitely, you know, and, and what have you. And it's, it affects everybody. And he, he's like, I didn't think about that. You know, I, I do apologize for, you know, bringing it up to you. and da, da, da. But, but he, they were really chill out the words and they're like, we didn't think about that. But yeah, just, you know, it's what we do. We try to help you guys the best we can. We have better procedures and... Um, we just want everybody to get in and on with life and have a great time and have a great vacation. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's, it should be a fun experience for you guys. Like I said, just follow some of these tips and, you know, definitely, definitely, you know, don't treat the employees right. They'll treat you right, man. They'll probably get you on a few rides, maybe, depending on your severity and, you know, what you want to do. 
employees have a lot of quick tips for you guys you know what rides you guys like to do i had a family today that didn't want to do any rides it was pretty funny they spent a few hundred bucks and they go we don't want to do any rides today and i went okay that's not rare i hear that i hear that a lot actually daily that most people they do the simpsons ride and they're like i don't want to do any more rides it was just too much for me okay cool um what do you like how much motion can you do and most people grown people are like i can't do blah 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 okay i can't do 3d so you have to kind of work around their schedule and, and do what they like and but that's just me the tips and tricks that i give you know um you know make sure you know that you're just talking with us we'll help you out we'll guide you through it but this should get you through your day um with disney and universal like i said if you're using the my disney app in your, your first time definitely definitely start getting your fast passes done you're only allowed to use uh i think it's three for park and then you can go to the next park the next park next park, next park. It does max you out, so just be aware of that. I've done it, I've maxed out, and it was like, hey, it's now 5 o'clock, you are fucked. And I'm like, damn it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just a heads up with that. Um, but, like I said, with Universal, it's going to be a little crazy because Horror Nights is coming up. So just be aware, by September 18th, I think it is, when we start Horror Nights, um, just get ready, because Horror Nights is coming, the park will be closing liberally. Always, always do check your time when you come to the parks even universal disney um that way you, you know you can plan your day and feel free to stop us you know be like hey man um is it worth buying the express you know what times the park close what do you recommend please take our our wisdom you know with you um hopefully you get through disney and universal a little bit quicker and i hope this was a fun pod for you guys um i've wanted to do it for a while you know <laughs> i really wish i could tell you some insider uh, stories, the things I do know, things, you know, some uh, crazy shit, but I cannot, because I still work with the company, and I'm not allowed to divulge, um, but, um, uh, just hope you have fun, you know, everybody, usually people like to ask me what my favorite restaurant is on Universal Property or Disney, um, my favorite one at Universal thus far, um, is, uh, the Cowfish, and it's really damn good, it is burgers and sushi, I love sushi. I'm a huge uh, sushi fanatic. Phenomenal, phenomenal food. Not overly pricey. If I have a little bit of budget, I'll go there. Uh, Bubba Gump's is really good. The shrimp is phenomenal. Um, enjoy the hell out of it. Uh, another one that I do like to go to... Uh, shit. Actually, it's the bread box. The bread box is actually going to be upstairs. Oh, and Mo I actually started liking Moe's. Moe's uh, Southwest Grill up there. Uh, they really make a good uh, good burrito and 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 uh, you know bowl, so it's really good. But if you guys haven't been to the bread box, it's right upstairs at a city walk there above AMC. Check them out, man. It's really really good. They make really good shakes. They make some really good deli sandwiches. Really really good. Uh, the staff there is amazing. Cowfish again is amazing. Uh, everybody there is fun. And if you guys are going over to Bubba Gumps, if you want to give some quick trivia to the staff there. When they do the, you know, the little quiz trivia, ask them, what is the disability that Forrest Gump has? We, we've stumped them. We literally stumped the staff. Nobody knew what, knew what he has. Okay, so what he has is cerebral palsy, which is what I have. And uh, we stumped the staff. We're like, so use that, you know. If you want to give them a little quick trivia, ask them a question. We're like, hey, what disability does Forrest Gump have? I'll no go. I don't know. Yeah, and you can just go. Well, I found out from the podcast blah, 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 that he they has uh, cerebral palsy. So that'd be a fun one for them. So 
Hopefully, guys, enjoy your time. Um, I do like... Uh, oh, shit. Check out the Tusum factory, too, man. The, the Willy Wonka. It's Tusum Chocolate Emporium. Fucking amazing milkshakes. Um, heads up, heads up, heads up. If you're going in there, um, if you're going to AMC Theater, you cannot bring outside food. There is not a bathroom. There is a bathroom in AMC. But the closest one is going to be under next to Starbucks and CityWalk. Um, so just be very wary. Um about the milkshakes over at the Tucson Chocolate Factory. You're welcome to bring them in the park. Uh, just know that they are very big and they're pretty expensive. They're about like 12 bucks, anywhere to 15 bucks. They are fucking worth it though. They are worth the price recognition. The food over there is amazing. I think the cast over there, uh, the atmosphere is awesome. I'll be eating there sometime this week with a friend of mine and his girlfriend. So, um, and yeah, definitely check that out. If You know, it's a big, I forgot that was a restaurant. It was really good. But yeah, Hopefully this was fun for you guys. Um, hopefully they give you some insider tips on how to get through your day. Like I said, always check with us about the Express, stuff like that. You know, we're willing to help you guys out. You don't need to spend more money than you have to, you know. But I hope to see you guys at Universal or over at Disney. I don't work for Disney, I work for Universal. Um, but have an awesome time, man. We hope to see you there. Um, definitely check out the uh, Blue Man Group. That is an extra entity. That's like an extra few bucks to check that out. That used to be actually where the um, Nickelodeon Studios was. And uh, another fun thing that most people ask me, is Universal a live film studio? Yes, it is. It still is. has plenty of sound stages that we still use daily for Family Feud, TNA Wrestling, that they film like weekly over there. I think I think they're done filming for the month. They're going to be coming back in next month to do some filming. They always look for a studio audience, people in the park, to actually jump in on that and be a stand-in. You know, you get to actually watch some of the matches that are pretty good. Um, and they're always doing commercials constantly. I always see production trucks back there in the park. So uh, never be afraid to ask guest services or studio audition center if they're doing something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they'd be glad to help fill you in. Um, also, uh, like I said, you know, if you lose anything, check out with them. But uh, hopefully these tips and tricks helped you out. Hope to see Universal soon. Um, I'm going to sign off, and I will see you guys later on this week. Hopefully it was fun for you. And always, guys, have a good one. Keep an open mind. I will see you later. See ya. <laughs>